1: Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm your sun-soaked host, Doug Eddy. I'm here with James, FF Chef himself, and Tyler Gumpner we score. Tyler for keeping score at home on Twitter. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Drop a like and subscribe to the channel. Ninety-nine percent of the people that are watching this video are not subscribed, so get with it and subscribe to Dynasty Happy Hour on the YouTube's. Much appreciated. Guys, I uh, I had a great experience yesterday drafting my Scott Fishbowl team at the Lansdowne Pub in Boston, Massachusetts, with 47 other diehards, and our host Bob was there as well, not drafting, but kind of keeping everything organized. And uh, I got to say, I think we hold the record for fastest Scott Fishbowl draft in history. We got all 22 rounds done in about three and a half hours on site. Absolutely amazing effort. And if you haven't seen the pictures of the draft board on Twitter, Check that out. It is the straightest, cleanest draft board you're ever going to see. Courtesy of yours truly, who did every sticker except for one round when I took a break to eat a burger. So that's where I'm at, James. What's going down there in New Jersey? Chilling, loving summertime
0: <laughs> so much, so much. so much, so much detail. Oh uh, no, it. beach, a beach yesterday, uh, bar crawl today for a buddy's 30th birthday. Oh, he is crawling. And I am. In I crawled right to now. the mic uh, this afternoon to get this show on the road. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to hear that your SFB team is complete. Uh, Doesn't mean it's good, but it's done. It's not as good as mine. Uh, but I'm still <laughs> only in the 13th round of uh, my draft, and uh, I'm looking forward. Speaking to of crawling, continuing. Am I right? <laughs> hey, I'm not the 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 last. Lead I was in one finish. of the slowest last year. I know year there's one horrible. like. Still in the seventh round today. Oh,
1: so, yeah, uh, it's pretty rough. Yeah. No thanks, Tyler. What's going on in Minnesota?
0: Nothing. I I had a good. Are you day. feeling Minnesota? Well, that's a lot
2: of detail. Hey, I mean, nothing. I I kicked a one of those giant a baby like no god no <laughs> uh, one of those like bounce. They're huge balls that you get for like three dollars at Target or Walmart. I was kicking those really high up in the air with my son in the backyard. and My daughter I had a bunch of fun doing that. Uh, we got a couple sick kids, so we're dealing with that, Fun. you know, the the pout pout fish style kids we got. But other than that, it's been really good. It's going to be a good week. And uh, we're getting closer and closer to uh, actually having some real football to watch.
1: Oh, yeah, and having God. some real... News to go over. There's not yeah. much. Um, oh, sorry. I'm your sorry little, Yeoman's little the, the effort for... Your for... little
2: pause, like throw-up pause, was just about right with the whole entire news.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, not much going on. So before we get into some news and we break down the NFC and AFC South, did want to give a shout-out to our sponsor. It's Fantasy Points. We're getting ready for a redraft season. Uh, we just did the Scott Fishbowl, which is a redraft league. But we got redraft uh, coming up. Probably people are going to start drafting here at the end of July, early August, because uh, if anybody knows how hard it is to get people together in one room, if you're doing live drafts, it's me. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make the bean Chom brawl draft this year. So I got to send a surrogate to carry my team to the championship, which is always interesting. I get so, it.
2: A surrogate carry carry. Yep.
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love gonna that. Give joke. birth to a championship. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so fantasy points. You can use code DHH22, get 10% off a fantasy point subscription. 90% of subscribers have made the playoffs in the last two years, and it's going to be even better this year because they're absolutely stacked and yoked with content on fantasy points. The lowest price in the industry, analytic power draft tool, DFS optimizer. So, you know, if you like to play DFS, you're like, you know what, redraft's not for me. Or maybe you drafted a team and it's week five and they've already crapped the bed and you're out of it. DFS is also live on there. So that's going to get you some value as well podcast network, just pretty much all the tools, draft sheets, everything that you need, you can find on Fantasy Point. So use code DHH22 and get that 10% off a Fantasy Point subscription today. All right. We're going to talk NFC and AFC after this this awesome news that we have, guys. It is just deep cuts of news. There's so much going on. Let's start in San Francisco. It's not about Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not about George Kittles and Bits. It's not about Debo Samuel getting traded. It's not about Trey Lance. Okay, thank God. Who else could it be about?
2: Then I mean, Brandon. Uh, it's Iuke.
1: not about Jawan Jennings, but it is about Brandon Ayuk. So his performance during minicamp wasn't what you would expect from a veteran receiver, according to Jack Hammer. Is that his real name? That, I that guess TV so. Or, okay. I don't uh, believe it. I think that's sus, but whatever. Of the Santa Rosa <laughs> Press Democrat, we know what we we know what we've always talked about about these Niners beat reporters, and now there's one called Jack Hammer, and I'm on Wait, tilt. His name is Jack, Jack, Jack Hammer.
2: Hammer. Is. <laughs> I think James just realized the so info that he just gave.
0: He really Hammer? nailed
1: the press content.
0: <laughs> Hammer.
1: Uh, so it looks like Brandon Ayuk, the third year receiver himself, struggled with drops and wasn't on the quote unquote same page as second uh, year quarterback Trey Lance after the two spent which some is, time working together in the Yeah, office. which is hilarious
2: because everything I've seen from those videos, they seem to be just fine. <laughs> so,
1: it's like I mean, almost like the Niners beat writers Just want to stir just, up the pot because they, they they're just hate The players on the like, hey, Niners Jimmy Garoppolo had an ice cream Sandwich but instead of vanilla Ice cream it was chocolate ice cream That's Trey news Lance Trey Lance had, had, vanilla, a vanilla, had a vanilla Vanilla ice cream sandwich, Which
2: means he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have that, He doesn't have that dog in him Because he got vanilla And d- doesn't like flavor yep. Like that, it, It's ridiculous Like where are we getting this? Like Brandon Ayuk, yeah, he, he doesn't need to be the guy. Debo's the guy, Kittle's the guy. All Iuk has to do is get those four catches a game, and he could break one. Like Iuk's a perfect wide receiver four or three. Uh I'd say more of a four, but if he's your three, you're fine because he's got major upside with Trey Lance. I I'm just gonna I'm I'm fading all Niners reports because all it is is it's Trey Lance. It's Brandon Ayuk. What's next? Debo Samuel once again might feel like leaving San Francisco. It's all right. Just, yeah, I, no Ayuk to
1: you. me is like he started off the, in the doghouse last season, and we all got scared. And then he finished pretty strong, right? I, this just seems a little volatile. I, I think that his momentum was going up in the second half of the season, we saw him put together a second, uh, a solid second half of the season. And he was a you know a decent wide receiver three. In fantasy for you, and we all know like Ayuk's talent. He was a first round pick. He was better than Nikhil Harry, clearly. Um, oh yeah. So, so this is an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Do you think this opens like a nice little window to go and acquire Ayuk from the owner that might be like, I'm sick of this like up and down, and I just want to like wash my hands of him.
0: I, I think if you're looking for a, a low end wide receiver three, high end wide receiver four to fill in gaps, by weeks, et, et cetera, etc., etc., flex options. I don't think he's a bad uh, target to go after. I I think he does have upside, but he's not very consistent, and he does have competition for targets on that roster. We don't know how much they are going to throw the ball with Trey Lance, and we can guarantee that he's not the number one target on the team. Um, So he's a decent play. Uh, I think he keeps that mid-range wide receiver four floor for fantasy, so he's an okay player for me.
1: Okay, I I agree with that.
2: Yeah, Dave Dave in the chat even said, you know, there's such big volume concerns, run heavy team, third option, new quarterback. You know what? Uh, The thing is, is his price is kind of devalued already to where I don't think those worries are with the price. So for me, I think Dicey Trade Calculator last I checked had Iuke before the season ended at like 21. Like it was pretty high. And now I think it's at eleven, which I think is too low. So George Pickens, last I checked, was around fourteen, fifteen. So who'd you rather have, Pickens or Ayuk?
0: Uh, That's tough. I'd I'd have to go
2: with Ayuk. For me, it's very tough, and for me, it's it's pretty much eye of the beholder. Like, do you believe Pickens is the the next coming? Do you think Deontay's going to get a contract? Do you think Pickett is the guy? And for me, I'm going to go with AKA. The Trey Lance, you know, who everybody hates in San Francisco, apparently. But for me, Trey Lance is easily the bigger talent at quarterback, which will help and push up Ayuk's value. And you yeah, may I mean, be able if, to Trey get a L- if Trey
1: Lance hits this year and he's the starter in week one and he does everything we think he's going to do, like it's yeah, it's the the, t- the rising tide lifts all boats, as they say. So everyone on that team from a dynasty perspective is going to gain value if Trey Lance is what we think he's, he's going to be. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, if you can go out and acquire Iuk, I think there's, if that happens, then you're going to, it's going to increase in value. Yeah. And, if,
2: uh, I'll just give you an Ayuk trade. Uh, I, in a league, Doug and I are in the UDPL. I actually acquired Ayuk, but it was part of a bigger deal. It was CD lamb and Melvin Gordon. And I got AJ Brown and Brandon Ayuk. So for me, the, the kind of outcome where you can rise big time i'll take that where melvin gordon's kind of capped and yeah cd lamb can go up but can he go up anymore he's wide receiver three right now in dynasty and i think him and aj brown are a lot closer than i think
0: real fast i mean i i love how you said aj brown there but brandon iuk is wide receiver 32 right now on dlf uh currently right ahead of drake london Jameson Williams, Michael Thomas, Chase Claypool, Mike Williams, Chris Olave. Me personally, I would like to have Olave, Drake London, over Brandon Ayuk. Is that AD, is that ADP or is that rankings? That's ranking super flex.
2: I would say ADP is going to be a lot different. People are going to yeah. be drafting the rookies a lot earlier. Yeah, London's going to go ahead of Ayuk
1: yep. and ADP for sure. Hmm. Like probably by a decent that's amount, I would think too. Yeah. All right, 1520. Like well, James so is checking that. Yeah, well, yeah, James let's move on. Uh, so we got some IDP news for everyone that Ooh. plays IDP out there. Met some of the IDP guys on you know uh, their no website news yesterday. We IDP news. Uh, free agent cornerback Jason McCourty announces retirement from the NFL after 13 seasons. Uh, one of the best plays in Super Bowl history, in my opinion, against the Rams when uh, they passed to Brandon Cooks in the end zone. And McCourty was there and made an unbelievable play to bat that pass. Um because the Rams would have tied the football game, I believe. So shout out to Jason McCordy, Patriot legend. Uh, and yeah. got to play with his twin brother, Devin, on the same team, that mind meld in the secondary. Really cool to watch. He's 35 years old. He was the 203rd overall pick in the 2009 draft, and he lasted for 13 seasons. Talk about value, right? He appeared in 173 games, 18 picks, forced nine fumbles, broke up 108 passes, and the most important one of all time. To get himself a Super Bowl ring was in that Super Bowl, against the rams so thank you jason mccordy for your service uh Devin mccordy still a patriot all right the seattle times bob condotta not nearly as cool as our friend jack hammer over there in san francisco <laughs> jack hammer
2: jack hammer owns the west coast <laughs> yeah, better than he, jack Meehoff.
1: I, I feel like he owns like some adult bookstores too jack hammer jack hammer. um Or Uh, he's in (laughs) them. True. Uh, Bob Condotta expects Rashad Penny to be the Seahawks' primary back and projects him to handle 20 carries a game until he explodes. Uh, This is assuming Chris Carson in his neck doesn't play this season as he continues to rehab from disc fusion surgery, a very serious uh, injury. Penny averaged 20.25 carries per contest in his breakout stretch run to help you win leagues last year to close out the season. And the plan will be to lean on him in what will be an even more run-heavy offense because they have no freaking quarterback because Russell Wilson's gone. Rookie running back Kenneth Walker, if you're cool, call him Ken, whatever you prefer, is expected to he handle. He
2: Ken. Excuse yeah. me.
1: Is expected to handle whatever is left. Uh, I don't know if I trust Rashad Penny to hold up with 20 carries a game for more than four to five weeks. But, okay, I could see this being the plan going in. I think that Ken Walker, who I was on Twitter the other day, and I don't scroll as much as I used to, but someone was saying that Ken Walker is slipping, and he's like a late first round pick in like super late rookie drafts, and I was like, "Yeah,
0: <laughs> I Rashad wish I Penny's held on off. a
1: one year deal, guys. He's on a one year deal."
0: postponed a couple of my drafts. Yeah, right. right? This is Penny's when... <laughs> on
1: a one year deal. Like this shouldn't affect Ken Walker's ADP all that much to see this type of news because Rashad Penny has never played what more than ten games in a season. In no. His- in his four-year, well, going into his fourth-year career, like, or fifth year? Is this his fifth year?
2: Who Who knows? Knows, I, I mean, combined, he's played a year. <laughs> so, right. yeah, And, he, right. and he,
1: he did help people win. Ch- this is a lot of recency bias, because when players like this help Devontae Parker a couple years ago. This yeah. is his David fifth Montgomery, season, going a into of his years fifth ago. season. Right. So, David Montgomery, Devontae Parker, Rashad Penny, Amon Ross St. Brown. Like and I'm and I'm not saying any of those guys like can't be good the next year, but a lot of people remember that they have these awesome stretch runs to finish the season to help them win championships. So then they overvalue them. Oh, remember Alex Collins? You remember Miles Gaskin? It's the same thing. Like this happens all the time. So I think that Rashad Penny's value is being really inflated, um, quite a bit. So I think that Rashad Penny to me. I don't really want much to do with, and if I could uh, move him off my roster with this news, I think I would do that, and I wouldn't really miss him all that much, to be completely honest. What do you think, Tyler?
2: No, I completely agree, and like James was saying, I I made a mistake, and I should have held off a couple of rookie drafts till later on, <laughs> because, man, if Ken Walker slip into the late first, ooh, that's going to be great value for people. Uh He is such a good runner, and honestly, I don't think it's going to take long for Penny to explode. I think his hamstring tightened up when he read, like, when Rashad Penny read this comment when he's like, Oh, he's going to handle 20 carries. Like, Penny's just sitting at home, like, Oh, God,
1: I'm cramping up, guys. Yeah, jackhammer.
2: Give me some pickle juice. (laughs) Yeah, it's we, it's, it's like almost like, Hey, this could be it, this could be the season where he lasts, and you know what. It never has happened. It's not going to happen. Hey, if he hits eight games played, I would be shocked myself. That honestly, if he got twenty carries, eight games of twenty carries, I would be shocked. And one hundred and
1: sixty carries sounds like the explosion point.
2: I mean, that's that's very high bar. <laughs> I would say he hits a hundred, a milestone, and then boom, poof. I mean, Thanos I don't style. have him on.
0: I don't have him on any rosters. But if I did, I'm I'm waiting until he does hit a potential breakout game this One. season because he is going to get overused, overutilized because there is no quarterback play. They're going to run the ball. My he's going to be the primary ain't good, back. And it's going they to implode. Two it's going to implode. So as soon as he yeah, hits, well, Dwayne Brown's not coming sell, back. sell, he's like sell, guns sell, sell, sell. Like you said, use this news to sell on Rashad mm-hmm. Penny right now. Ken Walker is definitely the future on that franchise. 100%. Yeah, so
2: their first game is against the Broncos. Good luck.
1: Yeah. yeah, Broncos. Broncos good. Then
2: they got the Seahawks. All right. Then, then they they get the play, Seahawks. They they play themselves. themselves. Then they play themselves.
1: Then they they lose, the, of then course. Then
0: they get the
2: 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not great. But then they play the Falcons, which is going to be a barn burner of a game because we'll talk about <laughs> the Falcons themselves. Game a of bit. the
1: week. <laughs> Seahawks on, uh, versus the Falcons. ESPN 7. Brought to you by Jackhammer. <laughs> all right let's move on i I did want to give a shout out to trophy smack awesome awesome i saw some of the videos from them hosting the scott fishbowl draft and i got really jealous because i was like yeah they got arcade machines a a bowling i'm like well i'm in a bar in boston which was nice mind you but i was like it it ain't this uh so maybe i need to sign up for la and just fly out next year and i was thinking about that i was Uh, pretty jealous which would be kind of cool um, but make sure you upgrade your fantasy league today. So if you just got done with hockey and basketball and you need a trophy, head on over to Trophy Smack. If you play football like us, baseball will be ending in uh, in the fall, so you can get your trophy then. But any sport that you play, and they're all completely customizable. James has his awesome customized belt with the Swedish Chef. Tyler was recently on the Podathon with Matt from Trophy Smack. Great guy. We met him in Canton last year. Um, whatever it is, Trophy Smack has the right trophy for you, and you can you can use code DHH ring and get a free sixty dollars championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers of your league because so we don't want to forget about those guys. Once again, it's code ring for that free ring at checkout. All right. We're going to cover Jack the Hammer. NFC first. Yeah, Jack Hammer is not in the NFC. Um, in the NFC South, even. So let's talk about the NFC South. i want to start with Atlanta because that's Tyler's team. Ooh. And we saw a lot of movement with Atlanta in this offseason. We saw Matt Ryan get traded to the Indianapolis Colts. We saw them draft Drake London in the top 10 of the draft. Russell Gage went to fellow NFC South team, Tampa Bay. So he's gone. Calvin Ridley is suspended for the year. They trade for Brian Edwards. They draft Tyler Algeal at running back. They've re-signed Cordero Patterson and uh, Hayden Hurst walks in free agency. So, and Damian Williams signs. So that's my rundown on the Falcons who have lots of activity, lots of targets available. So, you know, we, I think everyone's assuming that, you know, based on the targets available, the draft position that Drake London is going to be the blow up rookie this year. But they drafted Desmond Ritter and they signed Marcus Mariota. So it's one of those things where they don't have an established running back, uh, not running back, but a quarterback. Um, and They don't have a running back either. Um, so Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter, I know what James's answer is on that. But do you have faith that Drake London can be that big rookie receiver? Like, not like we've seen Chase. And Jefferson, because I don't think anyone's going to do no. that. No, um, but can he be a thousand yards and eight touchdowns in his rookie year, Tyler?
2: I would, I would hope for that. That'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen. And will Kyle Pitts catch more than like a touchdown? Kyle, Kyle Pitts will <laughs> catch more than a touchdown. I would, okay. I, honestly, I would put the the starting point at five. So for me, I think Ritter starts week one. I just have a hunch he's going to go into the preseason. He's going to look good, and by preseason week three, I would not be shocked if he starts the game and then Arthur Smith has the decision. Like, do we just roll with the rookie? Do we see what Mariota has? Honestly, I would not be shocked one bit if they're like, let's, let's just throw the rookie in. Let's see what he's got. We we're going to have an early pick next year. Probably who knows, maybe, I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. So if Ritter is, is what I think James and, and myself, Personally, and Doug, I'm pretty sure you're on the you're on the train now, Doug.
1: I like Ritter. He just he went in the twentieth round of our Scott Fishbowl draft.
2: That's crazy. So that was not so for me. If that happens, I I could see a connection with him in London. And with Ritter being a rookie, he's gonna target Pitts and in London a ton. He's gonna go to his big guys, he's gonna go to the most talented players. If he's smart, which I think he is. And if you're smart, you're going to go to these crazy tall athletic players where you could throw the ball anywhere, and they're going to get it. Ritter may not be the most accurate quarterback. That's okay. You don't need to be with these guys.
1: Yeah, their their size gives you a little bit of leeway.
2: Oh, 100%. And for me, uh, I mean, if I were to put a number on Drake London, I would probably put it at 60 to 70 for 900 to... Uh, I'd say 1100 between it's there. a
1: 17 game season now. So yeah, like, yeah. 900
2: to 1100 and five to even 12 touchdowns depend on what Ooh. the, his usage in the red zone.
1: They're going to score 12 offensive touchdowns.
2: He London is so good. So good at red zone jump balls. Like that's his thing.
1: I- and, I, yeah. I know it's his thing. I don't know. There's something about London that's – and I won't go on a diatribe about it, but there's something oh, yeah. about London that scares me a bit. You know,
0: that's that's I, fair. I, I understand that it's Tyler's team, and we started off with Tyler's team, so he's been talking about the Atlanta Falcons. But Drake Buckingham Palace, London, he was the t- one of the top three wide receivers in this class, drafted number eight over tw- overall. He is the next Mike Evans Oh, in, let's, in not, this, let's not say that. This let's, NFL. Let's, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, because he's about 10, 10 pounds short of Mike Evans size. All right. He's great fine. at the contested catches. I could make a model of he clay, go- the same size as Mike Evans. And it's not going to be, be Mike Evans. He is going to be a fantasy asset for years to come. He's got the basketball ball background. I'm not as sold. You're, you're not as sold, but you know what? For for me, I saw the film and for what he needs to do in that offense, he's a big target in the, especially in the red zone. I think he makes it happen
2: for me. It's the expectations. Like I don't want expectations too high. This is the Falcons. We're talking about the Falcons. Like let's not jump to conclusions and say he's, he's going to be Mike Evans. Like he could be good year one and still be very productive. I don't, I I, Justin Jefferson and Jamar chase has ruined wide receivers, rookie (laughs) wide receivers, for fantasy football completely before it was second year. Is their breakout? Like, And then before that was three years of their break. Now we're just like, hey, I drafted this rookie. He's going to be a top 12 receiver. No, that's that's not what happened. I didn't
1: say that.
2: No, I know. But I'm saying, like, we need to keep expectations. We've been spoiled by
1: Jefferson and Chase, for sure. Yes,
2: and and for me, let's keep those down. Because we're going to be disappointed like crazy this year with receivers. Like, I love Garrett Wilson. I would not be shocked if Garrett Wilson gets 700 yards this year and eight touchdowns. That's that's me, because I don't believe in this offense, the quarterback. But if Ritter or Mariota can show some signs of, of a good quarterback play, London will be a productive fantasy asset. So for me, uh, yeah, if you got London, I would pencil him at wide receiver four for your team. Don't over-exceed the oh, expectation. Yeah, no. like, yeah, I wouldn't like, rely on him on a weekly basis yeah, until yeah. he
0: starts to show production.
2: 100%. But yeah. I am very excited for this offense. The offensive line needs to play better. This whole team you know, needs backfield's
1: to play wide open, I think, too, which is yeah. interesting.
2: Patterson, they're all over the place with reports. They say he's going to be the lead in the backfield. Then now reports came out last week where he's going to be utilized less in the backfield, and they want to use him at receiver and catching passes. So it's like, okay, like let's not play this game. He's thirty-one years old. Let's. Stop the height for Patterson. Stay he, away is from he is what he is.
0: Backfield in dynasty. That's Tyler Algier
2: will get a chance. Goal line. Will block. he succeed? I don't think so. I was not a fan. I mean, I have him in a couple leagues just because he's a Falcon. And a hey, if he hits, he hits. But he reminded me a lot of Zach Moss on tape. So yeah, that's, that's not fair. a good sign.
1: All right, let's move on to the Carolina Panthers, who just acquired a new quarterback in Baker Mayfield to uh, challenge Sam Darnold. Uh, on that roster. That's the reports, that there's going to be a camp battle, whatever. Um, it should be Baker's job to lose because Sam Darnold's still seeing ghosts after all these years. Uh, Christian McCaffrey reported to be 100% healthy. They brought in uh, the backup for him, Dante Foreman, who looked really good in Tennessee last year when Derrick Henry was down. They still have Chuba Hubbard in that backfield, but I think Foreman is the backup to McCaffrey in the event that McCaffrey gets injured again. I'm hoping not because I have a handful of McCaffrey shares on my teams. And then at wide receiver, they still got Robbie Anderson. They've got DJ Moore, who we all love. And then there's been reports that Terrace Marshall is running with the ones, and he is their wide receiver three. At tight end, they don't use him a lot in this offense. Ian Thomas, forget about him in Dynasty. He's a blocking tight end. If you're going to go after a cheap tight end that you want to get that has upside as athletic, it's Tommy Tremble. So you heard that here. Um, But the Panthers didn't really do a lot to move the needle when it comes to offensive pieces uh, this offseason. And
2: McAdoo. (laughs) They do have, <laughs> That's they, the needle.
1: They, they do have McAdoo, which Does is... that move the needle down? McAdoo, I don't do, do, needle do, do, do any McAdoo, down. Yeah, so do, I think do, this do, offense... Um. You know, they, they did do some work on the offensive line, which I think is good. Um. But I don't think there's... I don't think we're going to see much of a difference in play with the Panthers. I think Mayfield is an upgrade over Darnold. Um, I don't know. This one's a hard one to scout. I, there's a lot of players that I like on the Panthers, but I just don't know... You know, DJ Moore is going to catch four touchdowns in 1,100 yards. He does it every year. Like, that's Mm -hmm. probably not going to change. I guess the real key is Ken McCaffrey, and we saw it last year when he was healthy. He was still averaging 20-plus points per game. There's been talks that they want to use him less, which makes sense. Um, You know, him being injured the last two years and not really having an injury in in, in his career up to that point. So he's still young. McCaffrey's still, I think, an elite fantasy asset. But... It's one of those things i think mccaffrey's tough like you you're either confident that he's going to get this huge workload again and be a stud or if he gets injured again his value is going to tank
2: i think you don't need to worry about value if you've got him you've got him like that's yeah. it he's on your team he just he, ride he, it out yeah just ride it out because he's worth more to you than he is in any trade
0: i agree with that and then as far as the receiving options go dj moore and Terrace marshall I'm not touching Robbie Anderson. See you later. Bye. Neither is Baker. He's this OBJ type drama queen, <laughs> almost retired, tells Without me he's checked out. You know, he's like a fill-in wide receiver six on your dynasty roster. It's really not worth it to be there. But Terrace Marshall, he was an uh, LSU Tiger second round draft pick. He was on that he flashed amazing team with Jefferson and Chase. He's a deep threat and could be the future after they let Anderson go next year has got four four speed. I think now is the time to buy him because he did so terrible last year. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I think, yeah, I think these his guys price has are going to stick up a around. Bit, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, with the Baker news, I'm assuming that all the pass catchers' uh, value went up just a and little bit. And the reports it, on
1: him too have been positive.
0: Yeah, and so. and as far as Darnold goes, I hope you don't have him on any roster because he's not going to win this battle.
2: Yeah, yeah Dave in like the that. chat said how funny it would be if Darnold wins yeah, the quarterback battle. If he wins. It just tells how bad I will Mayfield eat actually shirt. is. Like, I will eat my shirt if if Darnold does. wins. It's either sure because Matt Rule doesn't know how to coach, or it's because Baker's actually really bad. So yeah. we'll know, Baker. You know.
1: I actually think we haven't talked about Matt Coral yet, Cor- but I actually think with them getting Mayfield, uh, maybe throw some offers out for Coral because people, you know, they're oh. very <laughs> short-sighted because Baker Mayfield and Darnold they're both free agents after this year, so. You never know. And I think, uh, Coral's value has gone down a little bit. You can get him in the third round in super flex leagues. You know, maybe you want to give up a a late third next year. Um, because you really believe in coral and maybe he's the guy that, you know, competes for starter next year. You never know. There are some pieces in this offense that are attractive. So, I mean, it's not a bad situation, um, for him whatsoever. And, you know, his draft stock before the injury was, you know, he was people's number one quarterback in this class a, a lot of the time. So, uh, a very interesting. So I think that with the Mayfield news and all the other stuff, people are forgetting about Coral. Um, so I think that the time might open up and, and try to go and acquire him too.
2: Yeah. And and I agree with Tommy Tremble. Like, guy was drafted super high la- last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of a shock of the, the NFL draft. Third rounder, early third rounder. And yep. he's got a lot of upside.
1: Yep, I like Trimble. They're a really good athlete. They used him out of the backfield, too, uh, which was interesting to see. So definitely a player on the upswing that you can get in as a throw-in, right, Tyler? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the New Orleans Saints, who I think are low-key exciting this year. So they get Jameis Winston back after his ACL surgery. Taysom Hill has officially moved to tight end. They signed uh, Andy Dalton to back up Jameis. So no more Taysom Hill at quarterback, although he'll probably take snaps there, let's be honest, because they're going to kind of keep it moving. The big, the big thing for New Orleans is the Alvin Kamara suspension, right? We all don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be two games, six games? We don't know. So until then, they didn't do much at the running back position. They still have Mark Ingram there, who I think can carry the load for a handful of weeks. You know, they drafted the, the kid, that the undrafted free agent. What's his name? Smith. Uh, Abram Smith. Um, yep. Who a lot of people like in dynasty circles. They go out and get Jarvis Landry. So he's coming back home to the state of Louisiana. They draft Chris Olave. Hopefully they get Michael Thomas back. Didn't look clean running routes on Instagram a few weeks ago. Uh, And I think he's still a bit of a malcontent. So I I don't know if I trust Michael Thomas as far as I could physically throw him. Um, And then, you know, Taysom Hill moving to tight end. What does that mean for Adam Troutman? Like, I I like Troutman, but I think Hill is going to be is going to just destroy between the two of them. I think it's going to really hurt Troutman's overall potential uh, with that team. But I, I actually like this offense a lot with adding Olave as a field stretcher, we know what Jameis can do throwing the deep ball. So I think it's a really good match for him. And then having Landry and Thomas, if they're all healthy, I think this offense can be like low key, really good. I I really like Jameis's growth last year before he got hurt. And he was a low key Konami code quarterback. So Jameis was, uh, you know, I think he averaged 20 or 25 yards rushing a game, which over time adds up. He had some rushing touchdowns. He's slimmer. He's got, he's doing crazy workouts as usual. So I'm kind of in on New Orleans at a lot of their prices. Uh, James, what do you think about the New Orleans Saints? I don't hate it. I, if everybody shows
0: up, like you said, I, I I quite enjoy Jameis Winston. He's a definite buy low right now. I think DLF ADP is at like QB 23. He finished his QB 33 last year, only playing seven games with the 59% pass completion. But he had seventeen point seventeen fantasy points per game. So that's like a... a easy QB two in super flex leagues. And that was without Michael Thomas. That's without that with Landry. Nothing. That's without Olave. I think if, Marquez Callaway was, the I think one. if all three of these guys <laughs> Pre-season star. show up and Camara isn't suspended, um, we will see a, a, a high powered offense from the new Orleans saints. I don't think they hold back. I, I think this, they're built to win. Now they went out and acquired a veteran In Landry, they moved Taysom Hill to tight end, which I really don't want for dynasty purposes. I think it makes Troutman really a buy low right now uh, for the future. And yeah, I I don't have a problem with anybody on this team. The only big question mark is Alvin Kamara with the suspension. We don't know when it's going to happen. I would rather it happen the first six games because then – he knows. I mean, it
1: happened in the end of January, early February. So you yeah, we know something by now. Like I don't think so. Everything. I think it happens yeah. something like midseason. Like it's gonna be
0: great. Like we're gonna have four or five games with <laughs> Camara like, and then suspension for six, and then we won't see him again until the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, and, I would think it would get something stop. like
1: that would get done before the season, but you know, just never so know.
0: They're wait, they're waiting for Watson. Like that's yeah. the
2: issue. Watson's the, the whole Watson case to drop is is the whole entire thing, like. And we'll get like going back to the Falcons, like this whole Watson suspension. If Watson gets four to six games, why is Ridley getting a full season? Like that's, that's where it comes in and Ridley (laughs) held off on kind of the, the fighting back at it. But if this happens and Watson gets four to six Ridley should put his hat in and be like, Hey, all I did was been in a game. I didn't even play in. I was out of the league quote unquote, because of mental issues why am I out a whole year when this dude had thirty or so cases against him? Like that—that's yeah. that's another situation. talk. Ridley Ridley's value is dirt right now, and he is one of the biggest buys. Because next year, would not be shocked if his values, like a couple second rounders.
0: Interesting. I, don't know. I think New Orleans—they went nine and eight last year. I can see them being an eleven, and I can
1: see them being a playoff team. 16. The
2: division—the yeah. division is ungood other than Tampa. So,
1: well, that is very true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
2: for me, I'm I'm actually kind of with Dave in the chat. I'm I'm avoiding. I mean, we've been years and years into this whole Winston story. He may have gotten a little better, but he's a quarterback too for fantasy. And that's when that's when he has when when he has a job. Like for me, he is the biggest what's going to happen in a couple of years. Him and Baker are kind of in the same path. Like is this is this real? Is this not real? Like what? What is he? And I feel like we're just gonna keep playing this game. So for me, like I'm, I'm also not a big Olave fan, like everybody else is. I think he's an he's a average player. I don't. He's Sterling Shepard. If you like not like a thousand yards and eight touchdowns and a maybe ninety when catches, Sterling it, Shepard do that. I'm saying for talent wise, like he's a great route runner, but he's. He's not. He doesn't have the upside. He doesn't have that wide receiver one upside. He's a good player, and for me, I just don't see a, a huge wide receiver one upside for
0: him, which everybody else sees. And I, I don't. I saw the tape. I, I, I'd like to know who's labeling him as a wide receiver one because I personally, yeah, know I wouldn't. That. I wouldn't say that. I would Harman, definitely say he has, the, has a, him as a wide best. receiver two ceiling. Matt Harmon has if him as the wide receiver
2: one for his reception perception.
0: Well, that's okay. kind of ridiculous. Um, but I guess he's assuming that Michael Thomas isn't there when he has that projection. Well, I mean, Michael, and Thomas. If that's the case. Then yeah, he does get a, bu- a boost.
2: Are we really relying on Michael Thomas though? No, like, we haven't not. seen him play in two years. So two years. I'm out on Michael
1: Thomas. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not drafting. I, honestly, Michael I have a couple, all.
2: I have a couple roster shares of Michael Thomas because he's so cheap. And if he does pan out, that's great. If you have to give a late second rounder for Michael Thomas, I'm good with that because the chances of him hitting over the second rounder, I, I'm good with that.
1: Luckily, someone offered me a 2022 first for Michael Thomas midseason, and I slam accepted that. So that was great. Yeah,
2: 100%. But yeah, the and let, let's get off Taysom, Taysom Hill. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. Sean no. Payton left. He was his boo. He's gone. It ain't
1: happening. All right, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because they got a lot of interesting things Thank happening God. as well. So Tom Brady retires and then unretires, So he's back for the 2022 season.
2: He looks old, by the way.
1: He, I mean, he is old. Off. He's he's going to be 45. Um, his, he's a his, year older than me.
2: His press conference. I, I don't know what it is, but is he turned into a skeleton? Because he's getting so skinny.
1: In he's his getting feet, gaunt. But... His
2: yeah, it's, yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah. So we got to Tom Brady it. coming back. But this offensive line did suffer a lot of losses in the offseason. So. I think that's one thing that a lot of people aren't talking about is that like, this offensive line is not going to be quite as good as it was before. They lost Alex Kappa um, to the Bengals, and then Ali Marpet retired. Chris Godwin's coming back from an ACL. Reports he might be ready for the season. He might go on PUP. So that's kind of up in the air. Everyone's on Mike Evans. His stock is up. He should see a ton of targets. You know, They go and sign Russell Gage for $10 million bucks, Significant yeah. money for Russell Gage. Um, good for him. A, original Russell Gage stand, me and my boy Zach. Uh, I actually got uh, one of the guys at the Scott Fishbowl. He's like, you know, he's like, Doug, he's like, the one thing I think of you, I think of Russell Gage. And I was like, I'll take Zach, one of
2: my
0: first Zach's, articles. I get to see Zach's fist.
2: Zach's fist, just like Arthur that gif, just yeah. squeezing.
1: Zach is the original, original, but yeah, I was right 100%. behind him, like early adopter for um. So they, they sign Russell Gage. Rob Gronkowski retires for now, but it looks like it's going to stick. We'll see. And so that elevates Cameron Brate to the starting role. And they also drafted Kate Otten. And then in the backfield, Ronald Jones goes to Kansas City. They've got Keyshawn Vaughn there. Leonard Fournette is back, looking a little hefty here in the offseason. So we'll see if he slims down or not. And they draft Rashad White, who I like a lot. I thought he was a great value in the early second rounds of Dynasty drafts. So, Tyler, talk to me about this Tampa team. I think it's what they should win the division, right? Like, they have Tom Brady. They should win the division. But I think the expectations are still, like, super high. And I could see this offense being a little bit of a struggle bus, at least early on, um, because you're missing guys like Gronk. There's no Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin coming off an ACL. Leonard Fournette is older. I think Rashad White may get an opportunity in year one. If if Fournette goes down, White, starter? Giovanni Bernard's still on the roster. No one cares. Um, he's probably going to be gone. But uh, I think this Tampa team is interesting. Because I think, like, people... See that, like, oh, they win the division. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. Brady's back, and everyone's pumped on it. But I'm, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit on Tampa.
2: Yeah, I, I hear that. And For me, it, it's all relying on Chris Godwin. Everybody's on Mike Evans, but if Chris Godwin's healthy week one, I think it's going to be back to kind of what the Patriots did when uh, you know at the end of Brady re- regime where it's quick passes just boom get it well, out he was
1: he was awful at the end of that year yeah but, that's, but that's i a mean it stuff. was just
2: super quick passes yeah. It was get the ball out quick to the playmakers and i think that's what it's gonna start turning into
1: i mean he's that, already like the first or second quickest getting the yeah. ball out of his hands as it is so
2: yeah so if that's a, if that's the case and godwin's healthy he's an extreme value right now because people are kind of scared of godwin even in dynasty because he's he's getting up to in age, you know, I don't think so. He's 26. He's got a style of play that I feel last. Mm-hmm. Um if he comes in and even if he's 80%, he's going to catch easily 100 plus passes this year because they're going to be quick passes. They're going to get it to Godwin. He's he's the, you know, run after catch guy for this team. And even Gage is kind of that style. Gage is kind of under like low key. And Gage quick. can throw
1: beautiful touchdown passes too. On yeah. trick plays.
2: Yeah, uh, and Gage is just do-it-all. He can even play corner like he did for LSU for a, a couple of I seasons. I love Russell so. Gage. Uh, yeah, for, for me, I love Chris Godwin and his value right now, and that's really the only piece I want in this offense. I am I love Mike Evans. He was Mike Evans over OBJ Brilliant. early on the career. That was me. Unfortunately, with his style of play, it's going to start declining faster than what we really wanted to. So he's hitting 28 I think we got one more good year and then you start seeing a fall. And and honestly, it could just be because Brady's gone. Well, we <laughs> see him
1: fall after he catches the pat pe- out uh, the balls. Exactly. So like, yeah. like, his, Tory hold junior. He's
2: definitely not run after the catch. I mean, yeah. For for being that big, he's not very physical after the catch. He's physical
1: at the line, like to get separation. Oh, yeah. But like after, yeah, physical, yeah. But
2: physical. but for me in the in the running backs, I'm actually not a big Rashad White fan. So for me, he's too upright, too straight, you know, just go straight style of runner. Um, With a bad offensive line or a younger offensive line, that's not going to really work out for him. So for me, it's Lenny or bust. And if you're uh, a win-out team, Lenny's a perfect RB2 for your team. Offer a second rounder for him because he could easily be a top 12 running back for you that is really cheap.
0: I like I you know, I, I know we're we're saying that their offensive line took a downgrade with Ali Marpet and Alex Kappa not well, being there this did. season, but they do have Tristan Wirfs and Shaq Mason. It's not like they're they're like totally dead in the water. And I, I think it's Mike Evans as the main threat in this offense. We don't know when Chris Godwin's coming back. He got injured in week 15 of last season, and or I'm sorry. When did he get injured? Way later than that. No, last, yeah. yeah, Taurus ACL in week 15. We don't know when he's going to come back. He's mostly likely starting the season on the pup list, and they don't have to rush him back. They just extended him for three years. And what kind of player are you going to get? And what kind of quarterback do you have to throw to him when he does get back on the field? I think he comes back early
1: because it's Tom Brady's potential last season. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, that's that. They don't have to rush him back, and that's all I'm saying. But either way, I rely
2: on Darden and Tyler Johnson.
0: No, I think Russell Gage. I think Russell Gage is a is a value right now. I think Mike Evans. If you have him on your roster, you're not selling. You're holding him, and you're a win now team. Darden, Perryman, Scotty Miller. Deep as the well goes, throw him a dime. Someone will catch it. But I'm not really interested in those players. Uh, But Russell Gage, I am interested in. You know he's going to be the wide receiver too on that team. He was recruited by Brady. He's a week to week flex play for your dynasty rosters and has upside due to Tom Brady. He was having the best career of his career, uh, best uh, year of his career 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 last year, 70% catch rate, 770 yards, only 14 games. I think you can line him up for an easy five for 55 and an occasional touchdown game uh, week to week this season. And, and that's what you want out of your flex play on your dynasty roster.
1: And you know what else you want that's also super easy? It's called underdog fantasy. So the NFL offseason has everyone hyped, but you don't want to join another startup because you're like, I don't have time. Well, guess what you can do? You can go download the underdog app right now. Hit pause. Go download. It'll only take eight seconds if you got good Wi-Fi. Then use code DHH to have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. Free money for something you're going to play anyway because we're all degenerates. So go get some free money. Enter yourself into the rookies and sophomore draft. There's MLB on there right now. NFL best balls, which are a lot of fun. Over under predictions for in season, which is where I tend to make more money, is in the prop bets. So don't miss out on this deal. Once again, it's code DHH free deposit up to one hundred dollars. And they also have best ball mania is going on, which is the huge three million dollar winner, crazy tournament. You're going to, if you win that tournament, you're making more than a lot of NFL players. Let's put it that way. And you did it from the comfort of your home. And because you listened to dynasty happy hour and you used our code DHH on underdog. So you're welcome in advance. We'll take a small percentage of your winnings. Just kidding. No, we won't, but you can give it to us. We won't complain. All right, let's move on to the AFC. I'm going to start with the AFC South champions last year, the number one seed in the AFC. And this team has had a lot change in the off season. Oh yeah. It is the Tennessee Titans. So Ryan Tannehill is still your quarterback. They draft Malik Willis, who slips all the way down to the third round. We get Derrick Henry back healthy after his Liz Frank injury last year. They go out and draft Hassan Haskins late in the draft. A lot of people like him. They lose Donta Foreman. I think they still have Dontrell Hilliard, who I like a lot. Um, Had a nice game against my Patriots. They have Chestnut. They have Joey Chestnut. (laughs) He's eating hot dogs. I I know. (laughs) His brother. Yes, Julius. Um, Orange Julius Chess. Orange Julius Chess. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> no, good. It's go. right there. <laughs> let's go. Uh, but they trade A.J. Brown on draft day to the Philadelphia Eagles for a bunch of picks. They turn around, use one of those picks, and they draft Trey Burks. Now, the <laughs> off offseason is like, yeah, he's having a hard time with the air. <laughs> I, don't, I don't put much, much stock into that. But they go out and sign Robert Woods, or they traded for Robert Woods. Um, from the Los Angeles Rams yeah. who looks really good recovering from his ACL injury. We've seen some workout videos from him and he looks normal to me. Like I don't see any, Always you know, hitching his giddy up, but I like Robert Woods a lot. They move on from their tight ends, pretty much all of them. And, uh, they sign Austin Hooper to a deal. So this apparently
0: he's of- building great chemistry with Tana Hill. Cause they're the, the same player. They <laughs> talk on the phone every day. They're yeah. So, so there's a cute. lot
1: of new faces in this tennis. So Julio Jones is gone. The only real face that's back is Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry. Everyone else is, is pretty new, and they went out and drafted a rookie quarterback, a rookie receiver, a rookie running back, and a rookie tight end. So four new offensive pieces for the future, I think, because I think Haskins, Chica Cuonco, and Burks, and Willis can all play. So this is going to be interesting because I think they're trying to do like almost like a soft – rebuild while they're still competitive which is really tricky to pull off it's a so steelers
0: esque situation yep. so,
1: yeah so it's for me for the titans you know uh you know it really comes down to like how much juice does derrick henry have left and what can we expect from trey Burks and robert woods in this passing game uh, it's a really it's probably one of the hardest teams to kind of figure out going into this season we know they have a good coaching staff with mike rabel we know they've got a, a a winning pedigree. They've won games. They you know they were the number one seed in the AFC last year, for Christ's sakes. So they should be back and good. They lost some pieces on defense, too. So this is an interesting team. James, what do you think about the Titans? Is there anyone here that you're more intrigued by, or you're just kind of like, this is a, I don't know, like roll of the dice type of team?
0: Um, I like Hassan Haskins because you were getting him late in, in rookie drafts. He can catch and knock people over. He was a fourth-round pick from Michigan. 1,100 yards, 20 touchdowns, 18 receptions on 22 targets. I I mean, I like that. He's a perfect taxi slot candidate for Dynasty. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard did great in the eight games we saw him last year, averaged nine fantasy points per game. That's okay. Um, But it's really Derrick Henry's job still to lose, and I don't think that he's going to lose much of a step. After being after resting this whole offseason, I think he's gonna be okay. He did get rushed back late last year during the playoffs, and he did not look the same. But I mean, come on, the guy fractured his foot. Of course, he's not gonna look the same. It's taped up with like 10 rolls of, of masking tape before a playoff game. It's not gonna look yeah. the same. Um, I like the addition of Bobby Trees. I'm always always a big Bobby Trees fan, and I same. think he fits the offense. He perfect. translates to any offense, or like what? you
1: can just put him anywhere.
0: Ryan Tannehill is a creature of habit as far as leading a player, uh, in, um, in the middle of the field, and that's where Robbie uh, Bobby Trees can actually, you know, just get open. He just gets open all the Good time. Player. He's a great route runner. You could use him in a lot of ways. I think we see Traylon Burks getting mixed in, probably within the the first, I don't know, He's three to six to see games. Westbrook
1: Akina, right? He's, yeah, he's I mean
0: Westbrook Akeen is still there, but I, I think trail its Traylon Burks' job to lose for sure. Uh, yeah. As the wide receiver, too. I don't think he's the wide receiver one, and I don't think he puts up wide receiver one numbers uh, for the team. I, I did think I really think out it's out of, Bobby um, Treat.
1: They did draft the kid out of Stanford, who a UCLA. lot of people like UCLA's Phillips, Kyle yep. Phillips. Kyle a lot Phillips. of people like Kyle Phillips, Wilson too. Phillips. <laughs> you got to—you know what you got to do in Dynasty? You got to hold on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For, for me,
2: with these guys, um, CCMC with Derrick Henry, pretty much. If you got him, you're holding because he's worth more to your roster than you're going to get yep. because he's at that point. He's at that point in his career where if it's one or two more years, which is fine. And Chef, like you said, Henry may lose a step, but 75% of Derrick Henry is still an RB1. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, he's going to get 20 carries a game. I mean, he's, and, the guy's named the king for a reason. Yeah. And his workout videos are. Still insane. He's running up a hill at full speed, pretty much faster than a freight carrying train. Carrying a school bus. He he's so large and so quick. It's not even fair. He yeah. could have that AP style career where it's just he's thirty one and then all of a sudden he's thirty two and boom, he disappears like that. That's what it, it could just be. I'm not a big Haskins fan. That's why I'm picking up Chestnut all over the place. A lot of reports have been positive about him. He's a good runner. And I think he profiles better in this offense. Uh, Early
1: adopter. Yeah. Just saying. You're here first. And for me,
2: uh, Traylon Burks is going to be interesting to say the least. Like he's all over the place. So for me, Oh, like I was listening to establish the run with Evan Silva, Silva and Adam Levitan. And they had Harmon on and Harmon was talking about, he doesn't believe it's asthma he actually thinks it's because he's out of shape because if he had asthma why didn't this come out sooner why wasn't it in college and can the air really just like like the difference the, the
1: foothill of the smoky mountains over there has got a lot yeah. of pollen i it's mean that, pollen. that's
2: that's the rumor it's I the mean, ginseng for me if he, if he's truly it's out of shape, shape. I, for me honestly i'd rather have him be out of shape than have asthma for me would both. Be, oh god. He I mean has it asthma, could it and he could, can't get in shit could because of the asthma. How fast
1: can he run pulling an oxygen tank? It could it could be asthma because... <laughs> Can he strap it to his back is that is that part of the uniform code? what's I the mean,
0: over under on oxygen use on the sidelines this season for I mean, Trayvon Burke? for me
2: it that's not the big difference for me cuz yeah. he's going to probably be like a 70 70% type player for his career. That that's what he kind of profiles as because He's kind of got a deep a little Debo to him. He's used differently than a lot of receivers were in college. So for me, it's all about the, the style of offense they bring with Burks in and how often he gets target. He could be a huge steal in drafts right now because he's fallen. Or he could be the biggest bust of this class and just hurt so many people. He could be Nikhil Harry like, that option is there. Whew. The warning signs were there. And now there's even more warning signs about his physical ability, which is what we were depending on. I have
0: one share of Traylon Burks. And if it doesn't work out, I won't I be couple. as sour.
1: I, I'm Just not. Just remember, I, Jamar Chase couldn't catch passes because the ball was too low. I mean, this so. is different. This, this is, is, is completely <laughs> different. He
2: can't even be on the field. That's yeah, a little different. That, and, and it doesn't seem like Vrabel is very happy with Burks because he's been unavailable. And Every time they talk about him, Vrabel just looks pissed off at the world. All right. 120 targets,
1: Bobby trees at least. All right. Let's move on to, let's go to Indy. Uh, didn't have a ton of changes here in the off season, but they did change their quarterback for the third year in a row. They've gone from Philip rivers to Carson Wentz. And now to Matt Ryan. I miss you. Yeah. The backfield <laughs> remains largely the same. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Marlon Mack is gone. He's off to another AFC, uh, AFC South team, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Jack Doyle retires, which kind of opened the door for Mo Alley Cox. They re-signed him to a long-term deal. They still have Kylan Granson, and they draft Jelani Woods, who I think is a project. Um, It's going to be a couple of years for Jelani Woods. An old
2: project. He's already old. so that's true.
1: And then at wide receiver, everyone's on Michael Pittman in Dynasty, deservingly so. I think Pittman is a great player. They draft Alec Pierce in the second round, so they've got him. And then Paris Campbell, who's there to play at least three or four games. (laughs) <laughs> um, but they lose Zach Pascal to the Eagles, who was a quality depth piece for them. But, uh, Ashton Doolin, if you want a, a deep sleeper, uh, for dynasty, he flashed a little bit last year, but I think Matt Ryan is the story here. He's already got rave reviews out of camp, being able to throw it into tight windows. Matty ice is a good player. He's going to play with the, the best offensive line of his career in front of him. He's not going to be running for his life. He's got arguably the best running back in football behind him and he's got a young up and coming receiver in Michael Pittman. So I like a lot about this Indianapolis Colts offense. I'm just really interested to see like we know Pittman's going to get his, but who's going to be the second guy in that passing game? Is it going to be Naheem Hines?
2: So oh, it could be. so James. Yeah. Paris Campbell. You yeah. can call him the Eiffel Tower. Yep. You can. I don't want to though. It's legal. It, it, it may be like uh, a gift store
0: version. Like the gift shop. I mean, version. if I had to nickname him anything, I'd probably call him Le Miserable or something like that. Less because miserables. he's been freaking Less terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And T.Y. Hilton's still a free agent. So maybe he makes a return with the team on a, on a cheap veteran deal um, because they don't really have much depth. You know, they have Pittman Campbell, and then they have Pierce and then guys like I like, Dean, I like so. Pierce
0: as a as a dart throw fourth round rookie out of Cincy 800 yards, eight touchdowns. Great athletic profile stretcher. for Alec Pierce. Yeah, I, I think if if there's anybody, that, if you don't believe in Paris Campbell, then go out and try to acquire Alex. He looked Alec great Pierce. in the one game
1: he played last year.
0: So for me, the
2: biggest dart throw and the biggest buy is Kyle. Kyle's grandson. Kyle, and <laughs> Kyle <and's> grandson. Kyle's <laughs> grandson. Uh, no, honestly, Kyle Granson. I like Kylan Granson.
1: He, yeah. He's like a Trey Burton, but better.
2: Everybody's off because they drafted a couple Woods. tight
0: ends. Jelani Woods, Th- and they still guy... have Mo'ally, t- Mo'Ally Cox.
1: Yeah,
2: which is he's a good blocker. For me, the best option, especially Matt Ryan, who loves throwing it to middle of the field when he's in trouble, is Kyle Granson. Like, this is a perfect fit and people are off. Like he is a perfect, he's a
0: man. Like people, like, oh, Granson. that's right. I, he's, he's, I, I agree grants. with you that Kylan Granson is a talent that should be had, but the only reason why we're all off of them right now is because there are three of them in the back in, in rotation. I but, mean, if Mo Ali Cox gets what him and Doyle combined got, for over 600 yards and seven touchdowns last nah. year, that'd be tight. end. That'd be a tight end one. That'd be he's a not. low end tight end one. He's Why wouldn't not, he? He's the most experienced tight end in the backfield. He's, he's a, a good blocker. Target. He's a good
2: blocker. And Doyle was a good blocker. They need that in like their offensive line is good. It's not as good as it was. So they're going to need a big, big man there. That's not Kylan Granson. He's not a big man. No, He's, he's a, a pass catcher. Tight end. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So for me, they're going to use him a lot more than we think. And I, me personally, he could be the sneaky tight end that we're all kind of fading for no reason because Jelani Woods comes in and we think I mean, he's mean, to Could starter. I see
1: him catching 50, 60 passes? Sure.
2: Yeah, 100%. And all you need is what, Doug? 30 yards and a touchdown.
1: Tight end <laughs> one. Let's go. Tight end one. It's real easy to do. It's real easy to do. Check it out. That's a hump <laughs> Dance reference for all you cool kids out there. And if you, you got that, bonus points for you. I have never gotten busy in a Burger King bathroom, but it's on my bucket list. All right, that's, that's, that's about it for the Colts. There's not a There's not a whole lot shaken there. They're Can pretty we talk easy about
2: Houston? To I want down. to melt faces.
1: Yes, let's talk about Houston, and we'll finish up with Jacksonville here. So Houston didn't make a move at the quarterback position, which made me and Tyler go from six to midnight because Davis Mills still in the house, still the starter. Pep Hamilton's the OC. Lovey Smith still the head coach. Why are you going to interrupt me?
2: Because I'm going to melt faces.
1: You can just wait, wait for me to do my thing. Okay. I just, this is what we do.
2: I got my blowtorch ready.
1: Yes. So Brandon Cooks resigns a long term deal. Nico Collins, second year. They've got, um, you know, guys like Chris Conley. They draft John Mechie, who's coming off an ACL injury. So see if he factors in this year at all. My man, Brevin Jordan, one of my biggest dynasty buys at tight end. Um, you know, I, I gave out some really nice stats when Chef and I had our podcast, our solo podcast a couple weeks ago when Tyler was gone. Just go back and listen to that. But Brevin Get Jordan, that Spark of Britain. Brevin's at, he's that spark guy. love them coming out of Miami. You know, there's there's no reason for him not to double or triple his production here in year two. At the running back position, you know, David Johnson, woo, he's no, gone. He's gone. Uh, Damien, they draft Damien Pierce, who a lot of people like. I know he's a small no. size guy. <laughs> I like uh, him. Rex Burkhead is back because, no. you know, Nick Casario, the former Patriots GM, is their GM. So he's got to do him a solid. And then uh, we've got Marlon Mack. They signed him as a free agent. So for all intents and purposes, he should be their starter starting the season. So I think there's a lot of interesting pieces here in Houston. um, But I'm just, I was the most psyched for Davis Mills because I liked what I saw from Davis Mills as a rookie last year who kind of got thrown into it and no one expected him to start games. And there was games where he looked really, really good. He was a QB one. I think, two or three times in the last six or seven weeks of the season. It was yeah.
0: actually QB 10 over the last four weeks of the season with 17.8 fantasy points per game.
1: Davis Mills was sneaky. Good. Tyler and I went out and acquired him in the offseason, uh, or during the season. Even I yeah. can't remember what it was uh, to be our QB three in a, the super flex league that we just dominated
2: won The champ uh, We just
1: crushed faces. All
2: right. I'm going to melt faces. Yeah, I thought please. of this when I was laying my son down. I thought to myself, Son, this, the, the quarterback, <laughs> if you are kind of quarterback needy in a super flex league quarterbacks hold the most value. So I was, I was thinking about, it. I'm like, what would I give for Davis mills right now? If I haven't had my rookie draft one Oh two is what I came up with. And I am perfectly fine with that because me personally, I don't think the receivers are going to produce like we have seen lately i think they're going to be around the eight to 900 yards eight to nine touchdowns like i don't think they're going to produce as crazy as we think so for me give me a potential quarterback one with a team on the rise i think because houston has done some pretty good things for me they they've actually made some good picks they've accumulated draft picks they've done a lot of good things so for me, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with one or two, like Dave in the chat, Davis mills over Drake London. Like for me in midseason, he, this is a scenario I could see real mills is a quarterback one. Drake London is getting five catches for 60 yards as an average for the first six to eight games. Mills is going to have more value in a super flex league in eight games. And that scenario is real. Like I could get Drake London plus for a team that is actually very quarterback needy. And if Mills produces decent this year, I think his job is safe because I think Houston in this division can win more games than we think. And they're not going to be in the running for the quarterbacks next year, which I think people are overhyping the quarterbacks in 2023 class because I see two stars and then a bunch of, we'll seize so for me i'm all in on davis mills like i'm i'm okay giving up 102 if you need a quarterback if you are so desperately needing a
0: quarterback i'm good with that i don't know if what i about, would give up my first round pick for davis mills
2: i gave up 110 in february that's for a davis little bit mills. more
0: realistic
2: i don't know if i would but give in him february a top- <sighs> I mean I overpaid in February and I'm still willing to overpay
0: in July. I think like, he's definitely a buy right now with upside in his second year. We saw him find rhythm down the stretch with Cooks. I think that rhythm continues. I think we still see if you if you're a competing team and Brandon Cooks is out there, I would try to go and acquire him on the cheap cuz he's a ticking time bomb as far as uh age. Uh, but I think he still produces. He's a low end a wide receiver too. We finished wide receiver twenty last year. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, there's a couple pieces that I like. I think Marlon Mack is a sleeper, if, especially in redraft. He's getting. He's going really, really late. Yeah. I if, think if, if Mack doesn't, if there's roll a lot of ifs Indy, on this team. If, if Mack doesn't, whole
2: thing. if Mack in his return to Indy, if they don't play Mark Morrison, return of the Mack, I'm going to be very <laughs> disappointed. Again?
1: Turn up the back. (laughs) Oh my god.
2: (laughs) If they don't lie to
1: me, you said you wouldn't rush for a hundred yards, you lied (laughs) to me. But I I really
2: like Houston. I I I like John Mechie. I love the style of play. They've got their basketball team. They got Nico Collins, the big jump ball guy. They got Brandon Cooks. The the speeds are down the field. And they got John Mechie, the the short intermediate route guy with Brevin Mm -hmm. Jordan. This team, like they what if they what if they draft Bijan next year? Like who?
1: Like Bijan. Yeah. (laughs) They're definitely gonna draft if Pierce doesn't hit. They're definitely even if oh, Pierce yeah. is like good, I think they'd still draft a running back to be completely and honest.
2: Bijan's going to be a top ten pick, which if they're eight or nine, I would not be surprised if Texans are like, "Hey, stay in Texas, we got you."
0: Yeah, bringing well, bring, bring some like, fans into the build. I like Damian Pierce, man. Sixteen I don't, total touchdowns to to in his senior year. Twenty-three I mean, years he only old, hundred attempts. I don't care about
1: his age, but like, it's only five hundred yards. Yeah, a yeah, small
0: sample size. He I may
1: mean, still have a lot to. He is Samaj P. Ryan. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> that, that He's a third what... down back for Cincinnati Bengals? What? Uh, you be Chris
2: Evans, right? Oh, yeah.
1: You we'll should, should be Chris yeah, Evans. it get is Chris Evans this year. We talked about that on Captain the Spark America. episode as well. We did. We did. All right. Let's move on to our last team of the evening, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Lots of movement for them in the <laughs> offseason. Trevor Lawrence looking to build off his... Disappointing rookie year, and I'm not too worried about Trevor Lawrence and Dynasty. Travis Etienne trying to build, trying to get on the field and play an NFL game. You know, he suffered a Liz Frank injury. They shelved him for the year. So all fancy the work, an injury. All the workout videos have been like everyone's drooling. And, you know, Liz Travis Frank, Etienne's stock Frank. has gone up quite a bit. He's my RB2 in Scott Fishbowl, by the way. Um, so nice. looking forward for some big things from Travis Etienne. Uh, you know, they go out and they sign Christian Kirk to an absolutely absurd deal. Um, $20 million resetting the market briefly until like four other receivers got more money. Um, Marvin Jones is back with his red zone targets. LaVisca Chenault.
2: Where is he? I don't know. You know, don't know, this
1: makes me so angry because I've always liked LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> it's a copycat league. Just use them like they use Debo. Like, come on. Like,
2: you that's... mean Traylon Burks, right? Sure. Ooh. Uh, Ooh.
1: So LaVisca Ooh. is still there. They you know, re-signed Laquan Treadwell, who looked really good for them actually last year. Don't laugh. <laughs>
2: I'm laughing at Dave's comment. This Frank in the chat. does sound.
1: Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a uh, Liz This Frank. Liz Frank. A Liz Liz Frong. Frong. Liz Frong. Injury and uh, a side of grape. <laughs> so, so lots of things. And then tight end, they sign Evan Ingram, who's disappointed over the last couple of years because New York just didn't know how to use him. Hey, can you run five yard slants? To your face falls off and not drop Thanks. it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So Evan Ingram, great athlete, great rookie season, historic rookie season at the tight end position. And then it was all downhill from there. Yeah. So maybe Evan Ingram can resurrect his career a little bit. James Robinson tore his Achilles. So we don't know buff- when
0: he's going to return. He's,
1: yeah, I can't imagine he's going to start the season. I don't think he's going to do a Cam Akers, um, but we'll see about that. And then they drafted. Uh, what's the running back they drafted there?
2: Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Snoop, was it, it wasn't Snoop, Snoop Connor. Connor. Right? Snoop 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 I doop yeah, yeah, which uh, a buddy of mine, Al, was huge on before the draft. And when he got taken the fifth round, was like, see, I told you so. But you know what? I like him in Jacksonville with Etienne. They're a good pairing.
1: Yeah. I think Etienne's ceiling is massive. It's um,
2: Camaro Swift-esque.
1: Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, we've obviously seen that baked into his ADP. Every month that you check it on DLF, it's like, who's one of the largest risers? It's Travis Etienne.
0: Running like, back 18 currently.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's going, going to go up. It's going to go up, even from there. We're going to get reports about him looking this, and then they're going to say preseason games, and he's going to, and it's just going to keep going up. So.
2: And then some French guys can make like, Etienne Oh, Etienne,
1: <laughs> look out for the Lefranc injury. Oh. Yeah, no more
0: l'es-franc.
1: Etienne, number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, what do you think about this Jacksonville Jaguars offense? Can Trevor Lawrence bounce back in year two?
0: I think he can bounce back in year two. He he has all the weapons that they went out and got for him. Christian Kirk zay jones i think and evan ingram evan ingram most importantly i think um they didn't really have a tight end to lean on last year uh, i think they swapped uh, out me, dan, dan arnold. arnold uh yeah <laughs> dan arnold then james james o'shaughnessy and whoever else was there i think evan ingram on the one-year nine million prove it deal <clears throat> excuse me no <clears throat> wow Oof yeah the, the, the
2: fantasy forces are trying
0: to stop you from I'm getting talking. choked up talking about my love for Evan Ingram yeah. um no They're like does, James
1: not again don't do
2: does it, it
0: <laughs> does it
1: work out I'm uh, forced choked
0: I, I think he is a weapon for Trevor There's Lawrence so Jokes there yeah I, yeah I got forced uh, <laughs> oh man but that sucked anyway I think Trevor Lawrence steps up in his second year with Doug Peterson knows how to utilize a quarterback knows how to utilize the tight end. We saw Zach Ertz flourish in a system from Doug Peterson. I think Ingram can do the same. Christian Kirk, I think he's going to be the wide receiver one, but I don't want any of the wide receivers. I want I want Lawrence, ETN and maybe some Ingram on this team. Other than that, I'm staying away from the rest.
2: Yeah, I I love Trevor Lawrence. I've I had him in a bunch of derby leagues. I traded the world for him. And you there are Jamar some case for him. That's true. And I, honestly, in a super flex league, if I'm quarterback needy, it sucks. But I'm not as depressed as I would be if I traded for fields. So that, that's yeah, that. Um yeah. For me, Trevor Lawrence, you watched him last year. He struggled with accuracy. It's there. But when your mind isn't really on football and it's about the just the destroying of the locker room that getting Urban Meyer did getting
0: chased in the back and field. your
2: kicker getting kicked like it's that whole season should be wiped from everybody because it was a disaster urban meyer was terrible he like i'm shocked trevor lawrence wasn't even worse because he started off in fuego week one three touchdowns like we all like this is it he's the king he's he's the next andrew luck and then it was all downhill, just like the Jags season.
1: He went what eight straight weeks without a touchdown pass or something yeah. ludicrous. It was yeah, a lot. It was, it was bad. It was, it was but really bad. His
2: accuracy issues. You know, there was the offense. The offense was not great. I just Urban played Meyer, Urban Meyer for everything for being such an honestly, ass. Honestly, you could do that. It's easy. Honestly, yeah. it. I'm. That's that's kind of my mulligan for this whole team. Etienne, I said it last year after the injury. Etienne avoided the season. Of Urban Meyer. So his value stayed good. Like exactly. his value yeah. was perfect. If not better
0: than it was. Because last
2: year. his value could have just fallen off the face of the earth because Urban Meyer is trying to play him in this Paris Campbell, uh, Curtis Samuel type role, which was ridiculous to start off with. So for me, Etienne's value was awesome. It was safe. I'm fine with him missing the season because of Urban. And it's all dependent on Trevor Lawrence. But Trevor Lawrence now has his best friend in Etienne, who could catch 60 passes because Trevor Lawrence is like, okay, my offensive line is, isn't doing well. I think it's low. It, it could be. And for me, the, the wide receivers never got open. Like they weren't good last year. Chenault, He, he wasn't very successful. Uh, DJ Chark got Treadwell hurt. Treadwell was their best receiver, which is insane to say. And That's Zay Jones, gross. Marvin say, Jones. Mar Marvin Jones was, I mean, he, why are we hyping him up anymore? I
1: mean, Zay, Zay Jones is on Jacksonville now, right?
2: Yes. Yes. So for me, Christian Kirk, there's something he's good at, and it's getting open, and it's getting open quick.
1: Trevor Lawrence,
2: he's got a great release. It's a quick release. I think they they signed the right player. And Doug Peterson, if you don't like him, that's fine. He won a Super Bowl with Philly, but you know what he's good with? He's good with young quarterbacks, and he's a perfect fit with Trevor Lawrence.
1: I mean, he made Carson Wentz look good.
2: I, that's... I mean, we're talking about impossibles here. Put him in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, you made Carson Wentz look good. What'd you do?
0: I made I mean, he turn Nick Foles night. into a Super Bowl champion. So uh, you put some
2: respect on that name, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> BDN. BDN. <clears throat> uh, so for me, I'm back in on Trevor Lawrence. It's it struggles because Jacksonville's going to Jacksonville. I don't think they're going to be a team that's good for a while unless Trevor Lawrence becomes this king that we all thought before. Can he Can he be good and not great? Yes. Those are outcomes. But for me, I still think he's got a chance to be a top five super flex quarterback because of the youth. The talent is there. So for me, the dip that has happened on Trevor Lawrence, I'm, I'm dipping all the chips You're I can. You're buying again. the dip. Which every dip has what sour cream in it, <laughs> cream cheese, sour cream, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Spinach artichokes. I think that's so, mayo. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a good recap of Jacksonville. I think they're another. I think this whole AFC South is just ripe with very interesting situations. Like, 100 percent. We defenses. look at every we look at every single team on here and you're like, interesting. Like there's yeah. no rock solid except for Derrick Henry. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, yeah. there's no rock solid, like, oh, this will happen. It's a lot of, we don't know. So Michael it's a Pittman, very. I would,
2: I would write oh, yeah, it. Would yeah. you guys have Pittman as a wide receiver one ending this year? Top 12? Yes.
1: I think he'll be right there. I think he'll his be value. Right in that his area. His value
2: is right there. Now. Yeah, he's like wide receiver
1: a, 13, isn't he? Like right now. Yeah.
2: In a, in a recent trade I did, I actually offered a first and a second for Pittman. A 23 first and a 23 second for Pittman. So for me, he said no. I'm like, okay, I get that. But I offered the same for Bateman, and it was like an instant accept. Like, I could have just got him for cheaper. So I I think Pittman might be hitting that ceiling, the ceiling, the cap ceiling of value to where you could be like, hmm... What if Matt Ryan does did fall off? What if he isn't as good as he is? Like there's scenarios where you can start thinking about okay. And then the
1: Colts I... will be like, Man, three years in a row, we've got, yeah. The, yeah. We so the, we've got the ass end of the b- loaf of bread. As
2: Andrew Luck is just like sitting there just chilling.
1: All I mean, 150 pounds of a- Yeah, I was to say he <laughs> does not
2: look like Andrew Luck anymore. So yeah,
1: reading a book with his flip phone, yeah, it's crazy. So I think that's going to wrap us up this week. Thank you for joining us once again. Before we leave, though, make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com and sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription. There's Trade Tools, Extra Nerd Herd Episode, Prospect Film Room, Prospect Scores, and the Dynasty GM. And if you're looking for some new threads, you know, you got the itch because you just bought a Scott Fishbowl T-shirt, whether that was on uh, RotoWear or through the uh, the sites on Etsy. Go on verdian Global. We've got a lot of cool DHH stuff on there, too, that you can find. So if you got that itch, go ahead and scratch it. We're going to get out of here for this week. What, which, what are we doing next week? We're we doing the, the we're north. Doing the, yeah, we're doing the, the west last. We got it.
2: We have to save the west.
1: The west is best when it comes to fantasy.
2: Yes. Especially AFC West. That's going to be a show of the ages.
1: That'll be a fun one. So thanks again for joining us. Make sure you check out Apple iTunes. Leave us a rating and review so we can get bumped up and get easily found and support the love. And like I said, make sure you're watching us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in to everyone in the chat. Much love. Hope you're here next week. We come back on the Dynasty Happy Hour.